Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Uh, Barb, a lot of people go off of those automated valuations that they see online, Zillow, things like that, to determine what their home is worth. But how does a home seller decide what price to set when they're selling their home? You know, it's interesting, Richard. I like looking at the automated valuations because uh, they're on Realtor.com, they actually use three different sources. And you should see the spread in the numbers. It could be as much as 100,000. It's just an educated guess, really. They have no idea. And guess what? Those automated valuation companies aren't buying your home, right? So um, uh, pricing the home correctly is, is quite an art. And really, at the end of the day, the buyers are going to make a decision as to what the home is going to sell for. It's going to be the market that decides, not the real estate agent, not even the seller, even though we'd love to get them a million plus for their home. It's just, it's not realistic, but you can price it appropriately so that you can get the most money versus pricing it maybe too high and having it sit on the market for a long time and slowly walk the price down. That by standard from a national association of realtors, they did a study on it. If you slowly walk the price down, you're actually going to net less money than pricing it right out of the gate, especially now when you have a slightly correcting market. So, um, and here's why, if you price it too high, the market's going to tell you, it's going to give you feedback right away. Very few showings, no offers, and if you price it too low, there's probably going to be some buyers that aren't really, they're going to say, oh, they'll take that price. I'll make that offer, right? It's interesting when you watch some of these companies like an auction company where they put the asking price, and this is an MLS rule. They actually put the asking price at $1. <laughs> so of course, everybody's phone blows up going, I have a dollar, I'll buy it, you know, but it, it's an auction where they have a minimum number that they want but that we have to advertise the home if it's an auction company at $1, which is ridiculous. Anyway, um, but you want to make sure that you're pricing it correctly out of the gate, unless you just like having people look at your home over and over and over again and waiting for the right buyer. Some people test the market that way and it's, it's okay to do that, but really it's no fun making your house look perfect every day and having people show up for showings, right? You want to make sure that it's priced correctly. Um, I've, I'm giving you an example. I have this one property up in Monument right now that they decided as a family to price it. Um, it was really, in my view, just slightly below market. A lot of square footage in this home, great property on five and a half acres, but it wasn't Corinthian leather. It was built in the 80s. Uh, it has a lot of ensuite bathrooms, but of course, many of them are very dated. The flooring, when I first went there, was mauve in color. So they asked me, Barb, what do we do as far as preparing the home for sale? I gave them that advice. They followed it. And then what do we do about pricing? And so I gave them advice for that. And they priced it on the low side because they knew that it wasn't a remodeled home. They weren't going to go in, even though it was a higher priced home, and put in you know, granite counters and all this swishy stuff. It had to be somebody that really liked the floor plan and the location. So that's what they did. 
And at our open house in one hour, we had 85 people attend. This was just two weeks ago, Richard, and it sold for way over asking price. Um, so that that worked out really well for them. And they're pleased as punch. Um, and if you price too low, um, sometimes it makes sense to go on the low side. There's always going to be somebody that comes in and even low balls you less than that. So I hear this a lot where a seller will have just lowered the price and then they get an offer below asking price. And they're like, well, we just came down. Well, they don't care. All they care about is what you're asking right now. So it's it's hard for them to get their head around the fact that they're not looking backwards at where you were priced before. They're looking at what you price the home at right now. What does similar homes on the market, what do they look like? What does your competition look like to figure out which one's the best home for the buyer? Um, and then the other thing you want to do is what I call pricing realistically versus optimistically. So years ago, when we were in a buyer's market, back then, the typical convention was people would price high for negotiating room because they were expecting buyers to come in and make low offers. But that's not happening anymore. If you don't have it priced right, the market's going to tell you really quickly by the amount of showing because the buyers only want to spend their time going out and taking a look at homes that match their criteria for price, amenities, and everything that they're looking for. That's what we do for our home sellers is we sit down and we meet with them and we take a really careful look, not at just uh, similar recent sales. And we, when you do that, you absolutely have to compare apples to apples. Uh, but we're also looking at what does the competition look like? What homes are selling right now? What homes are not selling right now? All that information is feedback about what the market is willing to jump on and what they're not willing to jump on. And it will help us guide the seller in deciding on what's the right price to get them the top dollar. And part of that involves putting your buyer's hat on and taking a hard look at the competition and trying to be objective about your home and not saying, well, my home is worth more because of X, but actually really looking at those pictures of these competing homes and seeing how you stack up against those. That's really a critical discussion. And at the end of the day, it's a seller's decision about what their home is going to be priced at. It's not the agent's decision, even though I hear <laughs> otherwise quite a bit. So what happens if your home does not sell? How do you know what to do and how do you know why? Right now in the current market, the average days on the market, is about 34 days. So if the house is not selling, sometimes it depends on the price range, the location, um, but getting feedback about what's happening with the sale, um, you need to work with somebody that not only is actively selling in the area, but is giving you good information. So as a home seller, you can make a decision about where to go next. Um, indications of your home being priced too high would be that if there are very few or no showings, we didn't hit the market, there's no showings. We missed it big time, it, it, especially if the marketing is good. If the marketing is bad, that's another problem. That's the real estate agent's responsibility. Or let's say you're getting some showings, but no offers um, or very light traffic showing. So how do you know what amount of showings is normal and what amount of showings 
is not normal. There are some great tools that the real estate agent has access to, to give you an idea on what is normal and what is not normal, especially if they don't commonly sell a lot of homes. We do this all the time. So we know what volume is normal and what's not normal. And even sometimes I get surprised as many homes that we're dealing with. Um, I do get surprised. Um, the big surprise to me in the past couple of months has been the higher, the luxury end price point is getting a lot more activity than the lower end. And I think it's because on the lower end of the price point, you've got this first time home buyer typically buying those homes and they're very, very interest rate sensitive. So as interest rates have gone up from three to almost 7%, that could mean in the prices here in this market, another $1,000 a month for that buyer. So whereas the higher, more affluent buyer, eh, a few percentage points don't matter. And also um, they're probably a little bit older buyer that kind of knows, hey, this 3% thing was a dream for a while, but the reality is if you go back over time, the average interest rate was over 7% uh, is the average. So it's not a bad time as far as interest rates. It's just that people are feeling the sticker shock of the sudden change. And if you're getting low volume or if you've got feedback that tells you what you need to resolve, I would do it very quickly. It's okay. Maybe neutralize some dramatic pain. Um, but if the buyers are saying it needs too much work, the price is too high, that's good feedback that you can deal with. Um, and if you are thinking of making a move, you can give us a call anytime we offer a free, no obligation, no cost uh, consultation on what to do and what not to do to get your house ready for sale, give you an idea what your home will sell for and how much you'll put in your pocket when it sells. So if you're interested in that, give us a call at 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Always reach her at 719-301-3900. Now we go to Barb's favorite part of the show. Actually, mine too. It's the lightning round of some of your hot new listings. Barb, tell us about them. Well, the first one is in the low 300s. This is a townhome uh, down there, almost new home, but it has a lot of cosmetic work that needs to be done. So it's priced right that I think that um, if somebody has some skills to put in carpet and a little bit of trim work and a garage door and a water heater, they are going to walk in with some equity. And that one's priced in the low 300s. I have one on 2887 Mary Lane, really cute rancher, 1500 square feet at 369.9. I have a beautiful home on 1411 Clemson Drive, it's a four-level home, has gleaming hardwood floors underneath the carpet, uh, two living rooms, actually three living rooms, very, very nice. I have a beautiful home on 2115 Sather Drive. This home is close to Peterson Air Force Base. Every single bathroom and the kitchen have granite counters, superb condition, priced in the low fours. Another beautiful Victorian on uh, 550 East Platte Avenue, Priced in the upper fives, this is such a cute, gorgeous, turn-of-the-century home close to downtown. Uh, beautiful two-story close to Cottonwood Park at 3620 Tapestry Terrace in the mid-400s. Uh, and then a new listing over on the northwest side, Mountain Shadows, 1610 Oakley Court. It's right next to Ute Park. You can step right outside your house and walk up into that park in the mid-fives. And then a beautiful home in the southwest part of town at 1006 Zodiac Drive. This is great. It's been remodeled, has open space all around, and a beautiful uh, high-end custom home 
uh, overlooking Pulpit Rock and Pikes Peak at 1025 Garlock, Garlock Court in Colorado Springs at one point, just under 1.3 million. So if you want to find out about all of our properties and all of our coming soons, you can go to barbhasthebuyers.com or call us at 719-301-3900. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice. It airs every Saturday. If you're thinking of making a move, call Barb at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. You can see replays of the show on Barb's YouTube channel. That's Barb Schlinker, S-C-H-L-I-N-K-E-R. Or go ahead and listen to the podcast on Barb's website, barbhasthebuyers.com. All the other podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, they've all got it. Thank you for listening this weekend. Reach out to Barb. Call her at 719-301-3900. Thanks for listening. And Barb, you have a great week and a great weekend.